I tell you a system that I've I've used remotely before, which is we all count down from ten. Have you done that one? Mm -hmm. No, that's a good idea though. So then we'll you like line up the numbers, and you also can figure out the lag. So it's like Tommy, you take ten. Tom, you take nine. I take eight, and we go down to one. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Maybe we'll try that next time. Not this time though. It's already done, and we've started. And hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom DeCar, the Wolf of Dog Street. <laughs> I won't be told how to do any sort of, uh, I don't know, engineering on my damn show. If the audio sucks, it sucks. And if they die, they die. All right, guy? I, I just respect so much that you won't implement the technique, but you respect it enough <laughs> we'll to leave it, it next in week. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right. worst Stay of both in. worlds. <laughs> <laughs> no, we one hundred percent of our listenership is audio engineers who could use that sort of thing. Union, and man, they, union they, they they hate this show. <laughs> they listen to learn <laughs> every week. They tune in in the hopes you've finally figured it out. <laughs> Just this growing rage. It's probably the worst it's been in a while because I'm recording from my mom's house and uh, I'm hearing that it's a little bouncy because I'm not in the tiny little New York apartment that I usually am, am in. Have you heard about these apartments in New York City, guy? I ha- I have. Um, they're you know, they're actually, so tiny. Even here in in Auckland, New Zealand, where I'm recording from, they market apartments. Realtors market apartments here as New York style, and I always think <laughs> that, that's not it. Like the appeal of the apartment is that you're in New York. Yeah, the apartment nobody is wants dog that. shit. <laughs> Chicago style apartment. It's a deep, it's got a deep sink for deep dishes, of course. Um, I have yet to introduce the co-host of this very show, the Wolf of Dog Street. That's me, of course. <laughs> we have to do the Halloween nicknames. It's the Halloween episode. So oh, that's know. true. Well, I didn't. Did, did you inform me that we were doing that? Well, we're doing Halloween songs. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, uh, the werewolf of Dog Thank Street, you. of course. Oh, and uh, the uh, Michael Jackson of dog of, uh, of snarkness <laughs> instead of the prince. Damn it! I keep wanting to say that you're from Dog Street too. You've never even heard of Dog Street, bitch. Yeah, stay this, off of Dog Street. This, this pussy cat ain't even even a sip pour on Dog Street. <laughs> uh, and guy, what do you want your Halloween nickname to be? Um, Ghost. Montgoolery. Whoa. Ghost Montgoolery. Wow. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. Tommy, do you have, both, did you have an old? Both a ghost and a ghoul. <laughs> the scariest of them. They cancel each other out. It's double jeopardy. <laughs> double jet booty. No, that sucks. Well, my alt was, uh-huh. I was going to say, the Prince of Snark Manor in honor of the haunting of Vine Manor. But we also had a very good Halloween thing happen as we were trying to record this podcast, which is that we all three of us were on a Zoom, and Guy and I were talking, and Tom could not hear or be heard by either of us. So he was just the ghost of the Zoom. Uh, That's true. <laughs> unable to speak or be seen. But, but just pretty, fidgeting around, and I can cause chaos. 
yeah, you could, you could the end zoom. the Zoom call and then <laughs> start right. a new Zoom call <laughs> with the same technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what I can. You want to feel like you're in hell? I'm going <laughs> to stop and restart the Zoom every five minutes for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think all these Halloween films or these Halloween it's always on a manor what you said is so true Tommy it's never just in a New York style apartment <laughs> you think it's because all of the writers of these films begrudge people who live in spacious homes and so to sow the seeds of discontent they say whoa but what if someone was murdered here what do you yeah, think Tommy this, answer uh, the question yeah <laughs> Yeah, this lifestyle that is so much better than mine surely must come equipped with <laughs> vicious murdering or else I would be doing it. <laughs> See, I think it's for the irony that they're in a manner, but none of these ghosts have any manners, you know? <laughs> I think that that's the scariest part of all. <laughs> it's the basic lack of social decorum. Certainly that's, that's what gets really me riled up. <laughs> We should, yeah, um... and the poor people were the bad guys in Parasite. Let's talk <laughs> oh about <my> it. God. <laughs> we should point out that Guy is recording at 7 in the morning his time, which is insane, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we appreciate it. It's the earliest we've ever had a guest, and uh, I couldn't figure out the time difference for the life of me. That's what's scary is how dumb I am. That, that is insane. There is, you know, you just put into Google... 2 p.m. New York, time at NZ, and you would have found out <laughs> that I was going to be getting up at 7 a.m. to discuss these very spooky kids' Halloween songs. Now, this is something well, you could have told me uh, <laughs> off camera. <laughs> well, you brought it up on, on camera. What, what am I meant to do? I mean, Backdate last night when I, was trying to fi- <laughs> when I was trying to figure it out <laughs> last night. Well, and now you've really upset uh, me, Guy, because what you're disrespecting is that Tommy does have uh, location amnesia where he forgets that he is in New York. <laughs> and he has to be reminded all the time by getting a nice whiff of that pizza pie um, <laughs> until he has it. You know, he didn't know where to put it in. So ease up, buddy. Yeah, sorry, I I didn't mean to upset either of you. I'm just so the reason I'm up at seven a.m. is you know when when stand by your band comes a knocking, you best be ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put up like a Batman signal style thing for guy. <laughs> I didn't want to jeopardize this much coveted spot on the podcast by suggesting we move it to an 8 a.m. or even a 9 a.m. God forbid. Which we would have been fine with. <laughs> First offer, I'm on it. It's a little negotiating trick I picked up. We had so many New Zealanders that wanted that spot, and you're so lucky you jumped on it. I can see there's a queue of them outside my front window standing with their microphones in hand. <laughs> Now, I got to bring something up really quickly because uh, we have had you on the show a few times already, but you are a first time uh, guest of, uh, you're you're the first guest we've had who is pro-COVID. Speak on that. (laughs) Uh, Look, I think it comes a time in every planet's life when you've got to separate the wheat from the chaff. And uh, while I'm not expressly for (laughs) COVID-19, I'm just saying... If you look at it from the perspective of the coronavirus, 
Yes. It's it's doing very well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I I'm actually against it. I was one of the few comics brave enough to say as much early, you know, in, in January and February. And um I think I don't know what institutions became upset by this, but there have been a lot of nasty rumors circulating online ever since <laughs> that I am for this, you know, this uh, horrible pandemic, and I'd like to distance myself from that. Mm. Well, it's, you know, I think we have to acknowledge that people evolve, mm. comedy changes, and back in <laughs> February of 2020, <laughs> things were different. And you were allowed to say different words, you know, yeah. like <laughs> like I like COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm I'm learning, you know, I'm learning how to pronounce anti, anti. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say that it is, of course, Halloween times. In these unprecedented Halloween times. <laughs> oh, Tom's oh. gone. Well, yeah, but we can still talk about how there's no, there's no there's no precedent for this Halloween. <laughs> Halloween's prior, you know, we were drowning in precedent, but this Halloween, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I cannot find hide nor hair <laughs> of a precedent of a precedent. Yes, <laughs> Tommy's mad because this year he can't take his girlfriend trick or treating. Oh my that. god. <laughs> 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 Guy, what's Halloween like in New Zealand? Is it the same as America? It's a lot like October 30 <laughs> or November 1. You would there's not no... know it exists. Mm. Oh, there's, you know, you, you people, supermarkets try and sell a little bit of extra candy, but it's it, <laughs> it doesn't even touch what you guys do in the States. It's it's a non-event. It's a non-event. So, no, you never dressed up as a kid for oh, Halloween. I'm, Yes, but it's just it's not comparable. Like I, I remember when I was thirteen, I dressed up in a um, quite a saucy negligee and put some <laughs> potatoes in my <laughs> potatoes in my negligee as a as a you know couple of um, small breasts. And I went and did the. I was uh, at my friend's house. We did the rounds with his his younger siblings, who would have been you know I was thirteen. They would have been maybe five or six. And, um, <laughs> and you're in a negligee. Well, you found a negligee at five. Did you get that at Victoria's Little Secret, the the lingerie <laughs> shop that I opened for no, children? I I I found it in a just a regular secondhand op shop. It had the the name Tommy McNamara <laughs> written across the label. Um, but like that's my main memory of dressing up. And I got I remember I got uh, one of the we went. I had a mask on as well, like a. A, a, a cardboard mask with the face of a sort of Goldilocks-looking person. Mm. And I remember we knocked on one of the doors of one of the cool kids at school, and all of a sudden this very fun sort of uh, experience I was having in my negligee became quite scary <laughs> when it, it, it could have, you know, real-life ramifications <laughs> on the on the playground the next day. But um, I seduced him, and I <laughs> fucked the shit out of him. <laughs> The greatest revenge of all to fuck your bullies. <laughs> yeah, to preemptively give your bully an, an orgasm so mind-shattering <laughs> that they are a husk of their former selves for the rest of high school. So we're at about 7.30 a.m. there. 7.30 a.m. <laughs> oh, boy. 
boy. It is uh, an unprecedented uh, Halloween for sure. But I do want to point out that this very podcast is haunted, and that is why Tommy hears all those boos all the time. <laughs> it's tradition. I mean, it made sense at the live show, but it's really disorienting on the Zoom. Oh, you don't hear all those boos all the time? Yeah, can you not hear those? <laughs> Wait, uh, those boos are for me and Tom alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that you got to get the special ghost-friendly headphones. Oh yeah! <laughs> you only hear Casper in those in the, the friendly the ghost headphones. By Dre. <laughs> uh, by the way, people, get on this Patreon. This is the spookiest thing of all is how cheap it is. It's, mm-hmm. There's a ten percent discount if you do the yearly thing, and it's only three dollars a month as it is. We don't make very much money. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> But yeah, get in there. Uh, I think you'll have a nice little time. Should we should we start talking music, boys? Yeah. So so we've done a couple Halloween episodes. Uh, I don't know if we've done two or three so far, and we thought we'd try and find a new angle for this one. And by the way, we didn't tell Guy we were doing a Halloween episode when we booked him. No. I should make that clear. No, we didn't tell him much <laughs> no. anything. I actually i i had a suggestion for a band I would like to stand stand by. Oh yeah, who's that? It was it was roundly ignored. Uh, they're a New Zealand band <laughs> called the Feelers. <laughs> I just don't think people would like an episode with that sort of band on the show. <laughs> I think you'll find people do like those episodes and would probably like more. I did Google just in case if there was a Feelers Halloween song, but they they, <laughs> they have not. They are too afraid to to tackle the Halloween. What are you song talking market? about? As good as it gets, a great song for All Hallows' Eve. There's nothing sweeter than a bunch of neighborhood kids wandering the streets taking candy from haunted manors. Larger than life, some of these outsized characters that the kids are playing are indeed larger than life. You know what I'm realizing? Pressure Man could have uh, been easily Pressure Buggy Man. What I'm realizing we could have done for this episode is said we were going to talk about Halloween songs. Just played that feelers playlist again. I truly think we would have lost some people forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially people who started listening in the last year. Like, what the fuck is this? Hey, uh, if you have started listening in the last year, uh, good on you for making it this far. But if you really want to push yourself over the edge and realize just what this podcast is capable of, search Guy Montgomery Stand By Your Band and uh, you'll find a couple of absolute belter episodes tucked away in the archives. <laughs> Uh, you gotta do it. Um, yeah, we decided though, Tommy had the, the brilliant idea to talk about a different sort of, uh, Halloween song this year specifically, which is children's songs. Cause I'm thinking, I'm sure, have we talked about the monster mash in the past? It seems like it has to have come up. I think, yeah, I wanted to ignore that because I think we've probably talked about it. And also, I think at some point we should try and do a Bobby Boris Pickett Full episode. Full episode, I like that. he has a lot of versions of the song, and I think that would be really fun to do uh, as his own thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. So instead, we're going to talk specifically about uh, Halloween songs for children today. That's correct? That's what we decided on? Yeah, okay. so if you're a parent and you want your kid to listen to Stand By Your Band and you... 
uh, this would be the episode to show them. Ignore the guy <laughs> fucking his childhood bully part. What are you talking about? That, he said he was a kid then, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I can joke about that because I was also 13 in the anecdote. <laughs> the perfect but, crime. Yeah, this is going to be the perfect episode I tell you kids. what I shouldn't really tell you about is when I fucked that guy's kid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so if you want to start the episode now for your kids, uh, <laughs> certainly no other riffs will cross the line in that way. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this will be a nice little time. So, Guy... Have you listened to any chill? Jared, so I, I, Jared didn't leave a voicemail for this one for this week's episode. Jared Thompson of the Comedy Attic, where I'll be. What's that? This what's that? I was just going to say, is that in protest from for, because of my appearance on the episode? It's partially <laughs> because of that. <laughs> he was very concerned that you had something up your sleeve. <laughs> but uh, no, he he did make a point though. I just talked to him, and by the way, uh, he's the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, where I will be this very Friday and Saturday. If you're listening to the show before then, uh, come out. I think former guest of the show, maybe, or just friend of the show, I can't remember if he did it, Mitchell Potts. I think he defended the fray on the show once. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, a uh, hilarious uh, friend of the show will be opening. Very exciting time. And if uh, you want to watch digitally, you can do that, too. Uh, be On their website, you can do that. So, nice little time. But uh, he made a good point, which is that many... Um, <laughs> Halloween songs are technically for children, but uh, some are too scary, I would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the ones that we have covered wouldn't fall. We we were mostly in the past trying to find ones that we thought were funny, like say your, uh, you know, like the Will Smith, the Will Smith one that he did for yes. Uh, you know, like that kind. That of one's thing. too like scary more, for children, yeah. for sure. Way too scary. Yeah, too yeah, scary yeah. for me to be in. Frank, <laughs> or like in like the Rob Zombie type of you know right. like that kind of thing. Yes. But so this is something that you could play at a children's party, which is not something I will have. <laughs> not the kind of thing. I... Yeah, and why does it say singles only on your children's party <laughs> invitation? <laughs> well, you're not going to throw your girlfriend a birthday party this year, Tommy. You bag of shit. <laughs> Damn it! Oh my god. <laughs> Let's do that 10-9 countdown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For the rest of the podcast, we'll be counting down from 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should we we go ahead and hear uh, a children's uh, Halloween song? Yes. Tommy, you had some uh, that you pulled up that seemed. I made I made a playlist of six just from I listened Ooh, to some this morning. Nice. Um, I I also listened to some. I got up at six thirty to listen to these songs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a roommate or anything? Anyone that would hear you listening to that? And I <laughs> uh, no no I listened to them on my cans. So mm. no, that's good. Yes. Respectful. My my partner is asleep. Nice. Oh, I'm yes. probably I'm probably waking her up by laughing at all of these hilarious riffs. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know she doesn't know I'm doing this. This will not like. be a popular decision in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Well, I I also listened to some. And in fact, the first song on your playlist here I did listen to earlier, and it is. Uh, I'm excited to hear it. Um, I found one earlier that I, I'm trying to find on Spotify now, but I actually want to play the YouTube link, so I'm going to send it to myself right now. Tommy, if you want to go ahead and play this first song, or any of the songs cool. from this list, I'm happy to hear them. 
So this is something I never thought could happen. They took the popular song Baby Shark and (laughs) they turned it scary. (laughs) Which, look, for the life of me, I thought Baby Shark's never going to be scary. Mm -hmm. Look at what they done did. Now it's not scary yet, you might notice. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Mommy shark. Mommy shark. Ghost shark. Okay. Ghost shark. Ghost shark. Ghost shark. Pirate shark. So this is where it gets genuinely terrifying. Pirate shark. Pirate shark. Cowboy shark. So this is a part I have an objection to. The cowboy shark. Yeah, he doesn't really fit with everything else that's been happening in the song thus far. Even pirate is a bit of a stretch to me, but people dress as a pirate for Halloween. I guess people dress as a cowboy too, but there's something scary about a pirate that you're really not going to see in the cowboy family. Right. To me, at least. What do you, cowboys are scary. Well, they do. They don't have a scary name. They do kill got Native a, Americans, a, and it just was uh, Indigenous People's Day, so it is kind of fucked up that you would say that cowboys aren't scary, Tommy. <laughs> So take yeah, that back. It's kind please. of fucked up that you're taking this uh, kids Halloween songs episode of Stand By Your Band to champion cowboys, <laughs> <laughs> and you you're trying to get kids to think cowboys are good. The one rule of parenting is mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's the only cowboy rule. Shark. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy shark. Okay, can you be with me on this one? Can we agree that the princess isn't scary? Well, Look, there's nothing scarier than the responsibility bestowed on children born, <laughs> born into the monarchy, okay? They didn't ask for that. <laughs> sure. Halloween. This one's a bit of a cop-out. Yeah, this one reeks of not being confident that people have picked up on the context of the song so far. It's the it's the saying the name of the person you're doing an impression of of songwriting. So that I if I heard that as a child, I would I wouldn't be able to sleep for a week. No. This, it, it continues though, doesn't it? It does get a bit scary. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Getting dark, boop, 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 getting dark, boop, 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 getting dark. What's that? Oh, okay. Hey guys, can we stop the record? Can you? Sorry, that's just freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. Oh no. Way Swim away, that's what he said. Yeah. That's a PSA about when you see Tommy McNamara down the beach. 
Guy, you really uh, really picked up this uh, theme of the show and ran with it, I've noticed, <laughs> in a way that most cats How does Tommy don't? always end up in the shallow end of the beach? The farthest... <laughs> <laughs> Call me Lady Gaga in that shallow. <laughs> I love the idea that there's a shallow end of the beach. <laughs> the shallow end of the ocean where, it's, where only kids swim and Tommy always ends up around there. Um, I hated listening to that song by myself earlier, but hearing it with you guys, I actually it had quite a nice feel. Like it had sort of that the boop boop badoos gives it a sort of um, you know, chorus member in mm-hmm. a stage show kind of feeling. I was imagining I was even doing a little bit of yeah. a dance. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they switched is, out the yeah. do 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 for boo boo boo, which. Every single time they said boo, I, I don't know if you guys could hear me. I muted myself, but I went, ah! So, <laughs> 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 there was a lot of it, and it became distracting, so I just shut myself down, but very scary. I know, yeah. A lot of the songs that are kid songs for Halloween are <laughs> are just kid songs. Very slightly changed. Uh, yes, that yeah. one is. I listened to That's one earlier the, that was just the Nutcracker, but with Halloween lyrics, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't, you couldn't come up with one original damn song. I did find an original song, and it uh, did uh, scare me to my very core. And uh, I, 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 do you think we? So I know you made a playlist here, Tommy. We can listen to I, these songs are all very quick. So I yeah, think, oh, I, I, well, we're not going to be ranking this playlist. <laughs> oh, the hell we aren't. <laughs> we have a formula, Tommy. <laughs> that was not the time to be shaking things up. Uh, but I did find a song that I want. Listenership to play. is already hanging on by a thread. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is a two-minute-long ad. So I found this song. Oh, it doesn't say it here. Call it's it's under the banner of scary songs for Halloween, songs for children and kids, and it's posted by a group called the Learning Station. And I find them to be the scariest part of this. And so I'm gonna play their <laughs> intro song like thing to it. <laughs> Now, right off the bat, I hate that. <laughs> what was... Did they say filthy music? They said, healthy music for a child's uh, body, soul, body, and mind. Yeah, I don't like that either. And there's it's these three music. adults singing it, and Weird it's phrase. very strange that they would start it like that. But let us continue. They're in, oh, they're in an improv troupe. It seems like there's it. No, there is no denying it. So this song is called uh, Scary Song, in parentheses, Scared. Here we go. (laughs) From the CD, Singing, Moving, and Fun, by The Learning Station. Of the West. I don't care if 
Say, kids are creeping me out they're too into it mm. i don't yeah. i don't i wouldn't characterize this as healthy music that, that wouldn't be a phrase i would no. use that, that, this song's got me questioning the entire relationship of frights and scares <laughs> and halloween to kids because <laughs> it's this holiday that is set up to to scare the children mm-hmm. and then we instill this idea that being afraid is weak yeah, like that's that's the idea of Halloween is like it's spooky and everything, and then in that song, from the perspective of either the adult singing it or the child it's meant to represent, it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not scared, even though they're clearly scared. It's all a bit confusing. Yeah, I think that it's teaching children to be liars, and that is not <laughs> healthy at all. Um, and if you lo- if you look at the video, the kids don't seem scared. Which they see. Oh wait, like the best. This is a good one, question. The witch. Two, the mummy. Three, the tree. Or four, the werewolf. Please let us know in the comment section. Now, here's they say to let you know in the comment section. I have found that the comments are turned off for this video. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming it's because people really did not like it. It has 600 thumbs down. <laughs> How many thumbs up does it have? It has 1.6 thousand uh, thumbs up, 623 thumbs down. Not a great ratio for like a kid's thing you don't usually see a lot of negativity on these videos and the fact that they turn the comments off makes me really curious as to what was being said in the comments that made them do that um (laughs) probably a lot of people saying that they actually were afraid of the things that they said in the videos but i i um i did not like that song yeah it's not very good (laughs) i didn't like the the people singing it the the my favorite part of the song was the beginning and I think I want to play it again. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't need to do that. Plus, it's uh, my YouTube app is acting up. But healthy music for a child, so body and mind. Healthy music for like who hears that and is like, yeah, this is going to be great for my children. And then <laughs> you need that healthy music. <laughs> that sucked. While we're on the topic of whether or not, yeah, you know the the toxicity of pretending you're not scared. This is a song from an old friend of mine, Mickey Mouse, called They Don't Scare Me. Big green lizards, rattlesnakes, hurricanes, tornadoes and quakes. Frogs and worms and spiders and bees. <laughs> nope, they don't scare me. Ghost. Now, to point out something in that first verse, a lot of those are natural disasters, not really Halloween territory. <laughs> like Mickey Mouse, mm. if someone told you to flee during a hurricane, you gotta, you gotta get out of there. <laughs> oh, I, I understand. I, not this proud young mouse. <laughs> It's sending the wrong message <laughs> to be like tornadoes don't scare me. It's like, well, they should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Im- immediately, I like 
that song. I don't know when it was written, but it feels like there's a certain craftsmanship to it that is missing from these sort of mm-hmm. synthetic, mm-hmm. homogenized sounding modern kids songs. It also sounds like someone's doing a Tom Waits impression. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent sounds like Tom there's Waits. An, Maybe it is Tom Waits. There's an updated version of the song where he's like, goblins and ghouls don't scare me, neither does covid 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that Tom Waits has said. <laughs> Let's hear some more of what doesn't scare Mickey Mouse. Witches, goblins, and goons, hey. werewolves howling at the moon, bugs in the rugs, and bats in the trees. Nope, <laughs> they don't scare me. Alone in the graveyard, the stray dogs bite. Zombies dancing in the pale moonlight. Won't that give you a terrible fright? (laughs) Nah, that doesn't scare me. I'm starting to be terrified of Mickey Mouse as this song goes on because these are frightening things (laughs) that he has an almost psychotic aversion. yeah, fear, yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I've actually, I was trying to find who sang it, and I've found this. Um, I'm on the Amazon website for the album that this is from, Halloween Songs and Sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and here in New Zealand, I can pay twenty two dollars forty one NZ for a copy of that on cassette. Uh, but the <laughs> it doesn't list who the artists are who are singing. But the first review that comes up is um a three star review. <laughs> And someone is very angry about a cut they've made to one of the songs. It says, uh, this contains the 1979 version of chilling, thrilling sounds of the haunted house, but with one major cut, which should not have been made. (laughs) Today's kids wouldn't think this is a terrifying album, but it is highly enjoyable for fans of black and white horror films. However, the rest of the corny Halloween songs suck. <laughs> and even the five-year-old neighbor's daughter thought they were stupid. Next time, <laughs> Disney released the two original albums on a single CD, Kenneth Christensen. <laughs> that is incredible. I want wow. more reviews from this five-year-old neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, do you mind if I try and scare your kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me again, just coming over to talk music with the kids. <laughs> I think three stars. (laughs) Three stars is the funniest thing, the funniest number you could give to a song like that. Or like an album like that. It's like, you don't hate it. Like, you're like, it's pretty good. It's mostly good. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't bring themselves to hate it. I would love to see what a two or a one star review by Kenneth Christensen looks like. I mean, I think we got a dig, baby. I just want to play a little more of this just to see if there is like a, a turn where he does get scared. Because I, I didn't listen all the way through it before. I just want to see if that ever happens. The bridge length is scaring me. Monster. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> you won't see him 
Nope, no turn. <laughs> he just he's not just not scared. It's like Mickey Mouse is aware that he is a cartoon <laughs> rendering him immortal <laughs> and encouraging real-life children to approach all of these natural disasters and genuinely scary phenomena with the same reckless fearlessness that Mickey himself displays. You know what? Mickey's given me half a mind to set up a little cheese trap outside of Disney World. <laughs> that <laughs> scare his little ass. <laughs> you think you'd get in trouble at Disney World for setting around a bunch of large cheese traps? <laughs> like novelty person-sized ones. Yeah, yeah. Very big ones, but they are deadly. <laughs> like if you touch the yeah, cheese, yeah. it does snap your body in half. <laughs> Such a such a brutal trap, really, isn't it? I've never thought about the actual mechanics of a mouse trap. Yeah, but, um, pretty not a pleasant experience for for the mouse. <laughs> yeah, you know, and here they are. This is it's the same trap that fish fall into, really, isn't it? Sure, <laughs> they don't have. It's like they don't have that idiom. There's no such thing as a free lunch, guys. You see a piece of cheese on cheese on the floor, leave it alone. <laughs> The way these animals ignore idioms is just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Why? It, it drives me up the wall. They frankly, deserve <laughs> to die for ignoring these idioms. Uh, well, you got to think about it like this. At least their last moments, you know, conscious on this green earth that God gave us, we're enjoying a nice little bite of cheese. No, the last moments are sort of the hours spent bleeding out with a broken back. There's another song well, by wait. Tigger. Tigger wrote a song. <laughs> I just said Tigger wrote a song. <laughs> this is I Want to Scare Myself by Tigger. I just want to say, with that one, the voice acting on that is incredible. Yeah, it's so impressive. Yeah. Got it. It really with that. is. I. When do you think that song was released? Hmm. Oh, it's from Disney Mickey's Spooky Night. Even though apparently Mickey's unspookable. <laughs> hmm. I don't like this Mickey. I gotta be honest. I mean, he is fucking hilarious. But besides that, I don't really <laughs> like him. <laughs> yeah, I it's don't from, know. It's from uh, 1996. 96? It, it's, yeah. It's, it's got that authentic 96 ring to it, doesn't it? Donovan Bailey had just won 100 meters at the Atlanta Olympics. <laughs> you know, Tupac Shakur just <laughs> murdered. You can really feel that in these vocals. You really can. He's sort of torn between being happy. The two things Tigger likes best, famously, Donovan Bailey and Tupac Shakur. And you can really hear that bittersweet sort of feeling. It's what we were all but feeling it, that year. I, I could feel that. 
It's I, I like that one. I like that I like that Mickey Mouse one as well. I mean, the message was reckless, but there's something to be said for these purpose-built Halloween songs mm-hmm. that you don't find in the the rerubs of these mm-hmm. runaway hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did Crazy Frog ever do a Halloween tune? Did you say the Crazy Frog? Yeah, I don't know about this Crazy Frog. Is that a New Zealand guy? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> Hey, I tell you, I tell you, who does look like a bloody crazy frog, actually, and that's old uh, President Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> easy now. Tread a, yes. Oh, easy to say from New Zealand. Why don't you come to this country and say that sort of shit, guy? <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, that's right. it went badly. I left. <laughs> so I'm seeing Crazy Frog here, and he's only got. Uh, he's got a 2005 album here. Uh, let's hear some. Let's in the 80s sounds spooky. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I'm looking for some lyrics here, though. Is this just like a like a club chipmunks? It sounds like it. I, I looked. Uh, I googled Crazy Frog, and in the about section it says Crazy Frog, originally known as the Annoying Thing. <laughs> That's the first sentence. The only uh, the only scary thing about that song is how hard it slaps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty sick. I was really enjoying myself during that, if I'm being honest. And you know I hate to be honest. Um, <laughs> what's uh, are the were the were those last two from this uh, from the playlist we got here? They were. I wanted to play this Mary Kate Ashley one. Yes, um, that was sent to us uh, on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second, let me pull it up. Uh, this was my favorite thing I've heard. I have not listened to it yet. I'm excited to hear it. I was just looking at it on the Twitter myself. So I would like to give credit to Jared Vernon who sent us this. Hell yeah. And I'm gonna play it. So it's Mary Kate and Ashley, uh when they were very young, when they were this is like full house era, Mary Kate and Ashley. And the song is called Very, Very, Very Unbelievably Scary. Ooh. So that's genuinely scary. That is truly <laughs> scary. Two little girls singing is is actually scary. 
the and pitch then... is so uncomfortable <laughs> that you are straining the whole time they are singing. Anytime children are singing, that is pretty scary as it is, but that was really haunting. And I think also yeah. that because we know how Hollywood treated those girls, that on top of it, uh, really... Really spooky song, you know. It's a that was a joyless experience. <laughs> <It was> horrible. <laughs> very, very, very scary. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy as hell. Like you can, I could, I could actually visualize them in the studio just punching out another fucking <laughs> song or you know whatever the thing they had to make that day was. <laughs> just hating it. Very, very scary stuff. Um, we have a ton of comments to get to today also, by the way. So I think we'll, we should, uh, intertwine those. I mean, that's what we just did, but yeah, between Facebook, Twitter, and you know what, because of the request we got, um, from somebody on the Patreon this week, I decided to also post on fate on, uh, on Patreon. Uh, and we, I, I'm given those, I'm going to, if you, if you're on the Patreon and you comment, you'll for sure get read unless, uh, you sent something truly fucked up. Uh, but I want to read this one right off the bat. That's right off the presses. Uh, Cole Froling commented, um, this sounds great. I said, we're going to be record. I told the, the people on Patreon that we'd be recording with a one guy Montgomery and, uh, we, we got a comment that says, this sounds great, but I think we need an episode about the feelers. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, really love this one. It says, because uh, uh, I wrote that we'd be talking about children's uh, <laughs> children's Halloween songs, and someone commented, oh, Zach Williams commented, children, this has Tommy's fingerprints all over it. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm imagining a damn from Tom right here, and you would you definitely get that one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's having a good time, I see. <laughs> a real monster's ball. <laughs> I never saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, me either. Is this what it's about? <laughs> uh, Ripping your mates. Yeah, that's a, that's always a good time. <laughs> That's there's beautiful. actually one I just I just remembered there is a Halloween I say that Halloween's not a big thing here, but there's a a, a a TV show called What Now that plays on Saturday mornings and I've just found on YouTube they had a Halloween song I remember from my Ooh, childhood. Please play it. So it's all about the very scary experience of um of losing love. <laughs> That's really I mean, scary. the visual, the visual of fishing for a woman is very scary. That's very scary. <laughs> who is that? Who is that from? Is that Mickey Mouse down again? The deep, down the deep end of the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that was by um, it says here core cast of what now. Who actually? They also had a band they played in called the Feelers. Oh, is that right? Oh, really? okay. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like them. 
that's a that's a that's a great great song. Um, we have some more from Patreon before I forget. Uh, Weston wrote uh, the Hex Girl song from Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost is an all time banger, and I think you guys would have fun with Bobby Boris Pickett's Rabian uh, the Flind the Fiend the Fiendage. Sorry. Uh, Rabian the Fiendage Idol off of the Monster Mash album. Okay. Well, like we said, we were probably going to do a whole episode about him, so maybe maybe we hold we'll off save on that, that one. one. Yeah, yeah, we're going to save that one. But uh, should we hear this Hex Girls song from Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost? Yeah. All right, let me find it here. Uh, Scooby-Doo. Do-do-do-do. Uh, and the Witch's Ghost. Well, which, oh, Hex Girl. Here we go. That was rocking. Hell yeah. That's the Moon Sisters and the Nostalgia Girls. They couldn't have handled that oh. with just one group. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Had to bring in the bring in the troops for that one. The original Avengers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had to collab to get that sort of sound. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you could hear, but when the the, the lead singer would sing Hex Girl, mm-hmm. that's when you could re- you could really hear. Both groups come over the top. They go, Hex Girl! <laughs> Weird. The spookiest thing of all. Female friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to, someone who's trying, doesn't know the word witch. But it's like, eh, it's like some good Hex Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of them spell winches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of a, a woman who can cast magic, but uses it for nefarious means. <laughs> A hex girl. Um, yeah, that's that's it for the the Patreon ones for today. Although John Bilancini wrote us a, something about the uh, Cincinnati Zoo, which we talked about last episode. Oh yeah, couldn't go. It was sold out. What the hell? I tried to go while I was in Cincinnati. Sold out. Well, they're doing a, you know COVID precautions, but you know I looked like a real fool because I name dropped uh, to uh, Jenna Gephardt and Jeffrey Asmus, who were with me in uh, Cincinnati. Where we did go bananas, great club. It, well, do go there while it's still happening because they're doing safe outdoor shows. It's fun, but uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I have an in at the Cincinnati Zoo. I hit up uh, dear friend Maura Messerly, uh, who is uh, of course Alex Stone's partner, who we've had on the show before, and uh, she goes, uh, the hookup is gone, bitch, and mm. and uh, I almost looked a real fool, but yeah, sold out, fucked up. 
So, what, how, you almost looked a real fool. Oh, how did I, you I, save face? I just didn't tell those guys about all that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the zoo sucks. Yeah, the zoo. I was like, the zoo actually yeah. is. Lame I've been thinking now. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Zoo, I don't really agree with the ethics. Kinda... <laughs> Let's just go fishing for Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as dredging the lake. <laughs> you know what? Let's go frack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Tommy, shall we hear some more music from this playlist? Yeah, there's another one when I was searching Halloween Kid songs that I found interesting. And this is called Spooky... Alan. So the name choice is something I really find interesting. Yeah, spooky. Alan. It's not like Casper, which is like a very sure. <laughs> old timey, interesting name. It's just Alan. Yeah, yeah. That's you need the scariest thing name. of all because <laughs> we all know an Alan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it, it forces us to confront the idea of the Alan we know and hold so close <laughs> to our hearts. Passing on. Sure. I'm thinking of uh they should have called it Spooky Ellen and it was about <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres's, you know, hijinks on her show with her employees. Yeah. She treats her colleagues with disrespect. <laughs> you step out of line, she'll break your neck, Spooky <laughs> Ellen. Uh yeah, I think something like that maybe, but Spooky Allen. I'm t- I'm thinking of maybe an Allen Iverson. I'm thinking of mm. Allen Ginsberg. That's a spooky yes. guy. Alan Rickman. That's who is actually dead <laughs> and spooky. Yeah, that's yeah, that's actually pretty good. Maybe Sweet. that's who they were talking about. That would make the most sense, mm-hmm. unless they of yeah, course saw this movie about the Chicago Seven, in which Allen Ginsberg is kind of annoying for yes. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they were talking about that, but I have a feeling that's not the case. There's Alan Dershowitz who I've never met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Seems like a good guy though. <laughs> We wish him well. <laughs> it's important podcasts remain apolitical. Yep, as, as Tommy always says, Republicans God buy damn. sneakers too. Oh <laughs> or listen God. to podcasts too, my mistake. We are selling sneakers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the stand by your band, Air Force Ones. <laughs> uh, they only come in kid sizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise you'll be making when you see how cool the kids in the neighborhood look in their brand new standby your band Air Force One. So spooky, scary skeletons. That's a new phrase. A new, an old song, new phrase for me. <laughs> <laughs> Screech, 
I never knew about spooky, scary skeletons. They only want to socialize. Right. I never realized that. Well, it's one of the hardest things with the skeletons. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> Why is everybody running away? <laughs> I the the opening uh, salvo. Can we use that turn of phrase? Oh yes, please. Um, really had me visualizing. I like it in cartoons. They play. You know when they play like um a rib cage. Mm-hmm. That's like absolutely that. what I was thinking too. I was going to bring that up mm-hmm. also. I, I was going to say that has to be them playing some bones. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was such a it was such a prolonged intro mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, for the full satisfaction you actually want to you want to see it. You want to see someone playing the the rib cage. Yeah. Which in my experience a rib cage sounds remarkably like a xylophone. <laughs> it's so weird how that happens and in fact I love the sound yeah. so much that I have it says on my driver's license that when I die I'm donating my rib cage to musical science. To see if that's <laughs> musical science. <laughs> musical science. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, musical science. <laughs> There's one more from the Twitter I wanted to play, and then I'm, I'm out. But this is um, um, Space. Uh, sorry, I messed this up. Attorneys at Space, uh, our Space Lawyers podcast, sent this in. They said someone will definitely mention Spooky Scary Skeletons, uh, but for my money, this song is a banger. Despite being impossible to sing and sounding like a person that did not understand rhythm, time signatures wrote it. So this is H-A-L-L-O-E-N spells Halloween. weird after hearing that i'm less sure of how to spell halloween than i was before i heard it (laughs) i i feel like i've been marching through life thinking i only had one l is that right you're thinking of the hell ashby movie halloween yeah (laughs) (laughs) or or the shallow hell oween special (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, that's uh I don't like songs that spell. I'll say it right now. Don't tell me how to don't teach me in your damn song. You hate that? I don't like that. You hate songs that teach. Yeah, that's right. B A N A N A S. More like B U double L S H I T. Oh, turn that off oh, for you've the just children. Done the thing you hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate what I am. That's the problem. <laughs> Sounds like you're not angry at Gwen Stefani, Tom. It, it, it sounds a little like you're angry at Tom. It's true. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got some Facebook songs to get to as well, and I am pissed at Facebook, and not because of any of their politics, but because uh, they were—they've been. I, it's like unusable. I don't know if anybody else is having this problem, but. On the computer, on the phone it's fine, but on the computer it is truly unusable. And I don't know if it's my shit or what, but I don't like it. Um, 
It's being flooded with new users from Russia. (laughs) And uh, they just can't handle the bandwidth. (laughs) And they're influencing me. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know... Very scary how people spread around dumbass information on on not just Facebook but Twitter. But I was reading it yesterday. It's just people will believe literally anything, and it's crazy. It's so funny how they're trying to paint Biden as like Antifa and like the the <laughs> radical left. It's like he could not be a more moderate candidate, and he's so old. And they're like, yeah, he loves this shit. And he's like breaking windows. And stuff. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's. uh, Brett Klein sent in a song called "Grim Grinning Ghosts," which I'm curious about. Mm. So let's uh, let's hear about these grim grinning ghosts. Uh, This is uh, ooh, it's this is by the ghosts, which is pretty spooky. (laughs) (laughs) But there's two different versions of it. I'm gonna go with the one that's by the ghosts. If it works, well, now it's not. Why aren't you working, the, baby? The streaming royalties have disappeared. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just having a rough day today, aren't I? You're going to be okay, Tom. This is <laughs> scary. Loud, Tom. <laughs> oh, come on. Why is this not? I don't know why my Spotify is just broken right now. Oh, well. I'll try it again. Kick him. Kick him. Restart the damn app. Damn. Yep. Now we This is from the Haunted Mansion, I think. My buddy Luigi stayed over there for a minute. (laughs) I bought that game for Halloween. It's not nearly spooky enough. (laughs) When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still. That is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. That's creepy. Let's see if these ghosts start singing. Pretty spooky. Thurl Ravenscroft is one of the people who sings on this. Thurl Ravenscroft. It was sort of in between an actual song and a spooky song. Mm -hmm. It was like straight straight through the middle of quite being (laughs) either one. Like you could play that at the club. Oh, you could. You gotta, you gotta do it to him at the club. <laughs> uh, let's see if there's uh, anything else here. Um, somebody put "Purple People Eater" uh, for Nick Clerk, and we know that song. We love it. 
We love the purple people eater, don't we, folks? <laughs> uh, Gene Moss did a great album called, this is from Shannon Norman, Gene Moss did a great album called Dracula's Greatest Hits. I recommend I Want to Bite Your Hand and Drack the Knife. Ooh. Um, Drack the Knife sounds good. We'll, we'll check that out <laughs> maybe to end the show. Um, Caitlin Chekorowski says, Kids went fucking nuts for Dweller of the Cave in my elementary music class. Ooh. Is that about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Only for three days. <laughs> uh, the rest of the time, it's about his roommate. <laughs> uh, Mark Handelman says, is trick-or-treating allowed at Tommy's building? <laughs> God damn, damn. It. <laughs> It's not allowed, but it's heavily encouraged by one of the apartments. It's weird because we joke around a lot on this show, but it's, I mean, at some point, enough people are making these type of comments. I'm getting worried. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, yeah, let's just play. Uh, yeah, Lindsay Ray mentions um, the Adams family. Miranda Britton says spooky, scary skeletons. We heard those. Uh, let's go ahead and hear. I want to hear that one that uh, the dweller of the cave for a second, and then let's listen to um, the uh, track the knife. knife and get the hell out of here. Yeah, you know what I say. What's that? You gotta do it to him. <laughs> So this is Dweller of the Cave. So it's creepy because it's children whispering, but you can't really hear it that well because they're whispering. It is a cool song. I mean, the drums are awesome on it. But, uh, yeah, I guess if your kids want to fucking rock out while hearing a creepy-ass song, show them that song, Dweller of the Cave. Uh, The last one we should hear here is uh, from Dracula's Greatest Hits. I'm going to pull it up now. I'm pretty excited about this. I, should we should we all guess what the first line of the song is going to be? Sure. <laughs> Let me look up the first song of Mac the Knife. I think it's like, it'll be, oh, that vamp has. Wait. Pointy teeth, dear. <laughs> so yeah, it's oh oh the shark babe has such teeth, dear. Is the is the original? So yeah, I want to say oh the baby shark has such teeth, dear. <laughs> um, wait, what was yours, guy? Oh the oh that vamp has oh that uh, vamp oh that teeth, vamp. dear. Mm. What is this a play I, on? Mac the knife, Bobby Dan. Oh, I see. Oh, the shark hat. That's sort of it's a staple. Yes, that one. okay. Now I. See. I'm gonna say, oh, that neck needs some teeth, dear. Oh, that's good. Mm. Like from the point of the drag. Or I'm gonna say the point of the drag. <laughs> One second. <laughs> oh, that bat has a knife, dear. Let's hear it. <laughs> Hey, look at that. Very Oh, he sleeps all day long, dear. <laughs> but he comes out every night. Shoot. 
They published this after the first draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is pretty. That's fun, but that that's fun because I already know and love the original, and it's like <laughs> it's just a sort of hammy caricature of a vampire inserting themselves into now a known banger. Do you think Surf Monster is a play on Rock Lobster? The song Surf Monster. Let's hear it. If you ever go surfing late at night When the beach is dark and the moon is bright That's when he rises from a watery grave And rides toward shore on a giant wave Oh, he's the surf monster, yeah, yeah Nope <laughs> somewhat, somewhat in style, but right. not exactly. Not like, not like Drac the Bite. Yeah, I thought it was going to be right on. I was hoping all the songs would be like that. I mean, I want to yeah, bite your that hand. That would actually make for an be... outstanding album. <laughs> I want to hold your hand. It's, I mean, I, by yeah, the Beatles. it's got to be. It's get, let's hear a little of that to close out. All right, we'll hear a little. I want to bite your hand. Oh yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you may not understand, but I, a thirsty vampire, I want to bite your hands and <laughs> Now, these, hearing shit like this, you go, man, I should have done comedy back in the fucking 60s. Because <laughs> the bar was so low, people are like, that is killer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but you know what? Who knows? Maybe we'd be like, "Shit, I wish I had thought of that." <laughs> yeah, cussing out that guy who does the worst Dracula impression <laughs> in the world. <laughs> he got to all those parody songs first. Uh, you're you're backstage in a Dracula outfit. He goes on stage you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> that's, my, that's my entire. Act. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, all right, guys, I give the playlist six out of six. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. Yeah, a hundred percent. I love Halloween. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, guy, thanks so much for coming on. Is there anything you would like to promote today? Uh I might as well check out uh, the worst idea of all time. It's a podcast I do with Tim Bat. Traditionally, we've watched and reviewed the same movie every week for a year, but uh, this year we're doing something a little different. We are watching all 52 entries into the softcore pornography franchise, Emmanuel. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, it's grueling. We meet up every Tuesday morning and we watch a little porn together and um, it, is, it is ruining me. And this is the episode kids are supposed to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Stand by your bed. <laughs> yeah. It's got a great segment called uh, Boner Patrol, where we check in on whether or not one another got boners. And also, I introduced a segment in the last episode called Picture Porno with George Lazenby, which probably requires a little more context. <laughs> that sounds sure. great. 
I do want to ask because we usually have the the guests say their final thoughts on the album. But uh, do you have any final thoughts on Halloween for the people today? Um, just you know, within within uh, current health and safety protocols, embrace it. You know, it's been a rough rough and tough year, so um, any any opportunity to you know to hold on to you know a, a different era when um, kids could roam free in costume, enter any apartment building they like, and knock on all the doors. Uh, you know. Just have fun, have fun with it, guys. <laughs> Tommy, do you have anything to say? Um, none of the allegations from the previous <laughs> hour and a half were <laughs> hold any merit. <laughs> and uh, Halloween rules. <laughs> I just want to point out really fast: in Indiana, they are trick or treating, baby. They're doing it. It's uh, truly insane. Uh, one of the dumbest mm. ideas I've ever heard. But have fun, I guess, you sick little fucks. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy also I just I didn't get to do this but when Tommy said Halloween rules that's different from saying like Halloween is awesome that's Tommy saying Halloween rules are they're different rules and it makes a lot of what he does above board <laughs> just traditionally outside the line it's the one day of the year where everything Ten, is legal nine, <laughs> eight. alright uh, check out Tommy's uh, special oh check out Tommy's uh, his Christmas song huh? yeah it's coming coming the day after Thanksgiving I got a whole original Christmas song coming for you I'm so excited to share Hell with the yeah. people I shared a little tiny clip on my uh, social media so get excited for I've that. seen the thing you sent it because you sent it to Antonio, right? So I, I had been explaining to Antonio what it was, and I was so embarrassed with how I explained it and how she reacted. That I was like, I'm just going to send it to her early. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. I'm already telling you it's great. great. Uh, so check it out when it comes and uh, get on that Patreon, baby. It's three dollars a month, and come see me at the Comedy Attic this weekend. All right, that'll do it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stand By Your Band. Keep it crispy, bitch. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.